Thank you so much for tuning into Braving the Night. This is Jake Atwood, the host of the show, and I want to say thank you to everyone that is listening this evening. If this is your first time tuning in, Braving the Night airs every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, yeah, this is a podcast that encourages people to continue following Jesus. And as of this week, we are going to be able to start playing music, which is very exciting. If you've been following the show, you know that we have been working on a way to play music in the show. Well, we have found a solution, and we're going to experiment with this solution. So there's two ways that you can listen to the show. You can either listen to Braving the Night podcast on all the platforms that are out there, any major ones, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, the list goes on, Podbean, um, Anchor, etc., etc. Or you can tune in directly uh, to Braving the Night on Spotify. And on Spotify, there is an option now with Anchor where you are able to actually listen to the podcast and music will play like a late night uh, radio show, friends. And so I'm excited about that. Unfortunately, if you do not tune into Spotify due to copyright reasons, we are unable to share that music. However, I'm going to do my best to make it so that the show will continue on other platforms we just won't have the songs included and like we used to do what I'll do is um, I will share the title of the song and then you can hit the pause button and if you'd like you can go to your favorite platform and you can listen to that song because one of the things that's so powerful about music is that it sets the tone and that the uh, it's it, it uh, gives you an opportunity to just tune into God and just relax you know it's refreshing and so we are so excited to be able to experiment with this new option um, that's provided by Spotify and Anchor um, now I do want to say this if you have a Spotify premium account where you are a member of Spotify, a subscription member um, who pays for a subscription with Spotify, you will be able to listen to the full length of the song. If you do not have a paid subscription with Spotify, um, you will be able to only hear 30 seconds of the song. And unfortunately, I don't have any control over that. That is due uh, to the way Spotify has set up the agreement with podcasters being able to play music. But nonetheless, friends, we're going to take this route. We're going to see how it works out. And we're going to try to give you a great show uh, that captivates your hearts and points you towards Jesus. And tonight's show is going to do just that. You know, um, have you ever been searching? Have you ever been in a place in your life where you've just been searching and seeking God? And you have really just been seeking His will. And you're trying to find out what it is that He has for you and for your life. Well, I can definitely relate with that. I have been one of those people who have definitely uh, tried to... uh, find God's will in my life for a very long time in many ways and you know that uh, that can become um, very uh, exhausting um, you know if you're if you're in a place where uh, you begin to lose hope you know um, when we seek God's will and we have hope there's something about his grace and there's something about uh, the way that his kingdom operates where uh, when you have hope and you're surrounded by people with hope, you know, and you're seeking God, 
there is a it's like wind being under your wings at times where it just picks you up and lifts you off but friends if you don't have hope you know and you and you're trying to find out what it is that God has for you it could be a long journey and uh, you know the way God designed this kingdom is that uh, is very much like a family and uh, he designed you to be in a family doesn't matter how old you are how young you are doesn't matter the mistakes that you've made it doesn't matter how independent you are God designed you for a family and each one of us deep inside we have that longing and that yearning to be a part of a family we might not admit it or we might not see it we might not uh, be aware of it we might go years seasons weeks months days of our life where we don't recognize that that desire inside of us but I believe if uh, you are breathing air there has been some point in your life where you have had a yearning to be a part of a family and that is because that is the way God has created us and isn't it so awesome that in God's kingdom you can come as you are and that he will receive you as you are but the good news is friends he doesn't stop there he doesn't just keep us where we're at he has a plan for us and he has a plan for you he has a he has a specific tailor fit plan for your life he formed that plan before the beginning of the world and if you will allow him to lead you into it he'll take you there but I'm not gonna stop there you're not going to get to that destination alone because God didn't design it for you to do that plan by yourself you were called to do it alongside others with others for others and uh, that's the amazing thing about the kingdom is that uh, the kingdom has to do with many people not just one and that's what's so powerful about God you know I'm gonna read a scripture tonight in uh, Acts 2 and it's the community of believers Acts is so powerful it's it's filled with so many miraculous signs and wonders but not it's not just that though it shows the foundation and it shows the beginning of the church it shows the Christians when they just started out and they were walking together in fellowship with one another and they were living this crazy life trying to figure out how to do life with one another and God sends his Holy Spirit and he says you can't do this without my spirit you know I was talking to um, my pastor today and uh, he made a great point he said uh, Jake you know if the church isn't on mission with Jesus then it's just a culture club and that's profound and it's so true what sets the church apart from all the other groups and organizations out there in the world Jesus saved by Jesus we are changed by Jesus and we are on mission with Jesus and that's what sets us apart and when we come together as the Bible says come together often when we come together on mission with Jesus that changes everything brings unity it brings purpose provision brings life and life more abundantly 
And when we come together in unity with one another, we create a family and we create a place where people who don't know Jesus can come in as who they are and not be left as they are. But we can walk with them and we can show them as a family what it means to follow Jesus. And we see that in Acts 2, 2 verse 42. It says, every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. It says their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. You know, that word faithful, it means loyal. It means dependable. It means trustworthy. Another word for faith is trust. But these people had a trust with one another and they were devoted. They were intentional to following the teachings of the apostles, of those that had come before them, that had, that had seen Jesus and that had lived with Jesus. And it says their hearts were mutually linked to one another. There was something that went beyond just showing up. There was something that went beyond just being there because, you're, because the person that you thought was cool was there. It wasn't a clique. It wasn't a club. It was a family of believers on mission with Jesus. And their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. They weren't just coming together to see one another. They were coming together to connect with their Creator God through His Son, Jesus. Isn't that powerful? Well, all right, friends, we are going to get into this evening's first song, and I'm very excited to share that. This is something that we've been waiting for for quite some time, and so let me introduce you to Rivers and Robot Home. And uh, one of the lyrics in the song says, Now I've found my place in your house. And as we were saying tonight, every one of us was designed to be in a family. Hope you enjoy this song. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Braving the Night with Jake Atwood, and you have just listened to Rivers and Robots. The song is titled Home. And like we were saying, have you been searching? Have you ever been in a position where you've been searching? And like the lyrics of that song say, Now I found my place in your house. And friends, I'm here to tell you right now that there is no sweeter place than to be in God's house. And we see in the Psalms that King David was just saying something so similar to that, where he said, One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And that's Psalm 27, 4. And when King David had said that, the temple had not been built yet. And so he was desiring to be in a place where the people of God could come together 
In the Old Testament, individuals were not filled with the Holy Spirit as we are now. In the church, in the body of Christ as we see it now, that is the temple. We are the temple. Our bodies are the temple. And we don't have to have a physical structure to come together and have church, but we have each other through Jesus and what he did on the cross and dwelling in us through the power of his Holy Spirit. But King David, he was saying, listen, I'm, I'm desperately seeking a building that I might come together with my people and gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and seek Him in His temple, a place of unity. But there is nothing sweeter than when we have found our place in God's house, when we have found our place amongst our brethren, amongst one another. And uh, it it is worth following Jesus in order to find out who you are and what your calling is. And apart from Jesus, you will never truly find out who you are. You can be successful in this life apart from Jesus. You can uh, have the career of your dreams apart from Jesus. You might be living it up in the most beautiful um, geographical area of the world apart from Jesus. But I will tell you apart from Jesus, There is no true peace because he is the king of peace. He is peace. And we're going to jump back in the scriptures and read a little bit more of Acts. So we had ended off where we were talking about the individuals where they were continually coming together for prayer. And it says in verse 43, a deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Isn't that amazing that when the people came together in unity and they showed up because they loved one another and they got in the presence of God, suddenly miraculous things began to happen. It's a byproduct of being in the presence of God. And we see it all throughout the scriptures where Jesus would go from city to city and town to town and heal the sick and perform miracles for the people, not to entertain them, not because he had something to prove, but because he had a deep sense of love. And when he would see people in pain, and he would see them in their sorrow anguishing. He would have great compassion come over him. And when we're willing to humble ourselves and and come in the presence of God as we are, allowing him to change us to become who he wants us to become, you never know what could happen. Anything can happen. Isn't Isn't that scary and exciting? kind of scary because you don't know what can happen you're out of control at that moment you can't control God I can't manipulate God I can't make him do what I want him to do I know that we have faith and I know that we can speak words of life we can speak words of death kind of like a ship steering in a direction I'm not saying that God hasn't given us authority as Christians what I'm saying is that we can't we can't tame God that he does things that are out of our control, that are miraculous, that are beautiful and wonderful. 
and at times terrifying. Because if you're being honest, and when you get in the presence of God, and He does and He does miraculous things, and it don't go the way you thought it would, it it, it can be terrifying. Not because it's a bad thing, but because it's unexpected, and our minds sometimes have trouble wrapping ourselves, our mind, uh, you know, wrapping our comprehension around what we just saw or had experienced or felt. And uh, but these these uh, believers had a deep sense of holy awe that had swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And in verse 44, it says, All the believers were in fellowship as one body. Again, they were in fellowship. They were communing with one another. And so they are starting their day out in fellowship with one another. They're going about their day performing signs and miracles, which means that they weren't just keeping God to themselves. They were going out and sharing the gospel with other people. They were going out and sharing the overflow of God with others. They didn't have a, a private club that if you have your gold card, you're allowed to get in. Anyone was welcome to this club if you were willing to allow Jesus to be your king. And it says in verse 44, all the believers were in fellowship as one body and they shared with one another whatever they had out of generosity. They even sold their assets to distribute the proceeds to those who were in need among them. They weren't forced to do this. They didn't have government regulations over them telling them that they must do this to redistribute the wealth. This was a heart motive. This was a free choice. In fact, this was a choice birthed out of love that created freedom. They still were working they still had the freedom to say yes or no if they wanted to share or not share. It wasn't just a centralized, you know, forced uh, mechanical mechanism of, you know, everybody put your stuff here and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll govern and make a decision. It was the people coming together because they loved each other. And when they saw need, their hearts were moved with compassion, just as Jesus' heart was moved with compassion. You know, you hear that saying all the time where, I'm going to get my piece of the pie. And, and you think of that pie, right? And you go grab that piece and you take it out. And if there's 10 pieces, when you take out that one piece, there's only nine pieces. But that is not how the kingdom works. God's kingdom is a kingdom of abundance. And when we are working together alongside one another, and there is need or there is lack, God provides. So the pie doesn't go from 10 pieces to 9. The pie goes from 10 pieces to 11 to 12 to 24 to 48. It multiplies. The pie gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Because God is never ending, is infinite. And the way that he designed his kingdom is to continually go from glory to glory to glory. And even when we see what appears to, to be the end of something, it is, often the, it is often in disguise a seed. Just as Jesus' death was a seed that produced a harvest of life. And that messes up the enemy. And that messes up our human understanding because we, we think in pluses and minuses, but God's kingdom is in multiplication. And even when it divides, it multiplies. And when we come together in the name of Jesus, division turns into unity.
And we see this in Acts. Out of generosity. It says in verse 46, Daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They were enjoying corporate prayer. They were enjoying church prayer in the temple. You know, they were enjoying coming together in a corporate fashion. But then, here's the beauty of it. When they would disperse and the temple building says, hey, you know, the, the door is closed. The church, the church building says, hey, it's time to go home. They would go home and they would open their doors to one another. Church didn't just stop on the Sabbath or, you know, on Sunday or when you go to the temple. Church for them wasn't just one day a week, it was every day. And it wasn't just in the building. It was in their homes. That's where you really get to know one another. That's when life can get very uncomfortable, but it can also get very beautiful. There's a song by Jars of Clay called Shelter. The title was taken from an old Irish proverb. And the proverb says this, It is in the shelter of each other that the people live. It is in the shelter of each other that the people live. I came from a church back in Kansas where for nine years of my life, every other Sunday, we met in small groups, around 25 to 12 to 10 people, somewhere around there, in the homes scattered across the city, Lawrence, Kansas. And the whole premise of us coming together often was to build a foundation of relationship with one another and relationship with God. Discipleship. What is discipleship? It's following Jesus in real time. We see that in Acts, that they were discipling one another, following Jesus in real time, beginning with the apostles and working their way into the newcomers and new believers, performing signs and miracles, breaking bread together in their homes, seeing the tears in one another's eyes, helping one another carry burdens, not out of a sense of duty or out of compulsion, but out of, out of love. And that song, Jars of Clay, it says, uh, when I was reading about it, that the song's subject matter is about leaning on one another. It says, the tears aren't ours alone. Let them fall into the hands that hold us. 
And I see that in two ways. I see that being uh, poetry regarding, uh, you know, our tears aren't ours alone, that God recognizes them and that they fall into his hands who hold our lives. But when you are surrounded by community, a family of believers, and you're doing life alongside one another, it's very hard to hide what you're going through. And it takes vulnerability and transparency. It takes grace for each other, love, patience, and kindness. But what I'm getting at is when you're that close to another person or people because you're doing life alongside one another, your tears, they don't fall alone. They fall into the hands that hold us because we help one another carry our burdens. And so, let's get into the next song by Jars of Clay, song titled Shelter. Enjoy. All right, that last song was by Jars of Clay, song titled Shelter. And as we were talking about the church coming together often, creating a place for one another to dwell together, to live life to grow old alongside each other, to cry with, laugh with, to go out and serve their city in joy, come back home, break bread together. You know, and I'm not going to lie, I'm sure there were times when uh, they didn't want to be around each other. (laughs) That's just the way it is. I'm not saying that this was just some perfect, um, you know, everything was gumdrops and candy people get mad when they when they're around each other a lot it happens i mean let's be real you know uh it's it's one thing you know for us to read about it and go oh man that must have been great i mean 365 days a year all the way up until they died those people were just living life and enjoying it nope i imagine people got mad and had arguments and fought and different things happened why because no church is perfect And the first church was not perfect. The apostles were not perfect. We even see Paul getting in arguments with some of the other disciples or, you know, over uh, which direction they're going to go and who they're going to go with. And so these are real people who have to learn how to live life with one another. But that is just it. God receiving us where we're at, but not keeping us there. He's got a place for us to go. We're in the process of always becoming. We are always becoming. You are always becoming. Becoming what? Becoming more of who God created you to be. Becoming more of that living expression of Jesus. But friends, it gets dirty sometimes. It gets gross. Life can get ugly even in the church. Yep. I just said it. For all y'all re- religious folk that don't want to admit that, sorry. But uh, even Jesus saw how nasty the disciples' feet were. And that was just a glimpse of saying, when you're in proximity to one another, serving one another, it's going to get dirty. It's just the way that it is. 
but it's worth it. God's ways are always worth it. All right, let's jump back into Acts 2. I think we have a little bit more to go. And so we were in uh, verse 46, I believe, where we said daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. It says they shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. Verse 47 says they were continually filled with praises to God. Enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. And I think that just goes back to what we were saying at the beginning, that this wasn't just a culture club. This wasn't just a group of people that met up. This wasn't just a, another uh, organization that was created. Uh, this was a family. And, it, and they were coming to life. Coming to life. In a world that's dying, they were coming to life. Continually filled with praises to God. Enjoying the favor of all people. Two thousand twenty-two. I believe God is impressing on the world. their need for him we've gone from rumors of war to uh, to witnessing war between Russia and Ukraine we have watched the Taliban take over Afghanistan all of this in the last 12 months There are people that are dying without Jesus. And there are people that are living without Jesus. And the church holds the keys. The great revivals of the past have come and gone. And there's so much for us to learn from when we look back on what God did. But friends, I, I believe in my heart, and I could be wrong, but I do believe that God's wanting to share revival in a way that looks a little different than what we're used to as a church. A revival that ju doesn't just stay in the buildings of the church, but leaks into the homes, in the communities, in the drive-through lanes of fast food restaurants, in the homes, the backyards, the sidewalks, the city streets, in the farmland, in the fields. I believe God wants to have revival in a way that we are not familiar with.
but we have to be willing to allow ourselves to get uncomfortable. We have to open the doors of our homes and open the doors of our hearts. And we have to take a little bit of a risk. And there's much to gleam on from the revivals of the old in the past. There's so much to learn from. But what if the vehicle that God wants to to use isn't just a big building, a big gathering, but He wants it to not just be there, but to also be spread throughout the communities. I'm not saying that there won't be revivals that aren't centralized. What I'm saying is that God wants to do signs and, and wonders in your kitchen. He wants to do it when, you're, when your friend calls up and, and says his car is breaking down. Go step out. Allow some of that revival fire to, to leak out into his kneecap that's hurting while you're helping him change a lug nut. Bring that revival fire to your job. looked up the definition of hallelujah I want to share it with you guys there's a song by the digital age and the only word in the entire song is hallelujah and they say it over and over again that word hallelujah it means God be praised uttered in worship or as an expression of rejoicing and we see the people joyfully praising God in Acts. We see them constantly worshiping God in their life, in their living, praying to Him. And we're going to end this evening's show with this song by the Digital Age titled Hallelujah. Enjoy. All right, welcome back, friends. That was the Digital Age song titled Hallelujah. We're going to end this night in praise. All glory be to Christ our King. I want to thank you so much for listening to Braving the Night. And uh, again, if you've tuned in for the first time, we are experimenting with this new option of playing music. And so if the show is a little bit choppy, I apologize. We're going to work on our editing. We're going to learn the best method to get our song uploaded and into Anchor so that it can um, be supported by Spotify and we can make this a seamless, enjoyable experience. So I want to thank you for your time this evening. Again, you can also listen to a, uh, any of our um, shows on bravingthenight.com. And like us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page called Braving the Night Podcast. Um, if you'd like to support the show, bravingthenight.com, um, we have an option to donate. All the money is used to help support the show. It is used to help continue building the website or to um, be able to continue subscriptions that we need in order to um, you know, use editing software, 
um, different software that we do use for background instrumentals. You know, there's always options that we're using for free music, but sometimes to get a quality song that you really like, uh, we do purchase those. You know, we do want to take care of the musicians and artists that create music as well. So this is one way to give back to them. And so when you give through us, we're able to give um, back to them and uh, create a better show. So I want to say thank you, everybody, for listening to the show this evening. And as always, until next time.